ever worry? What are some things that you worry about? Maybe you worry about your family not having enough money, or that your father needs a new job, or maybe you worry because someone in your family is sick or is about to die. The Bible tells us something that we can do when we worry, and our memory verse for today is that verse, and it says First Peter five seven, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. First Peter five seven. Now this verse comes from the book of First Peter, and this is in the New Testament part of the Bible. It's called First Peter because God used a man named Peter to write it, and Peter not only wrote First Peter, but he wrote Second Peter as well. First Peter is one of the twenty-seven books of the New Testament, and our verse again says First Peter five seven, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. First Peter five seven. Can you say that verse with me? First Peter five seven, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. First Peter five seven, casting all your care upon Him. To cast your care on God is to tell Him about your problems, and the things that worry you. You can give them completely to God, and you can stop worrying. Casting all your care upon Him. So whatever you care about, whatever you worry about, your cares, then you can cast or you can give them to God. God can take care of them. The last part of the verse says, "For He careth for you." Well, we know that God loves you, and He cares about what happens to you. He has the power to take care of you through all of your problems. So let's say it again. The memory verse, First Peter. Five seven, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. First Peter five seven. Now, if you've never trusted Jesus to save you from your sin, then your sin is the first problem that God wants to help you with. You can give your problem of sin to God today. God promises to forgive your sin, and He will always take care of you. If you have already trusted Jesus to save you, you can tell God all about the things that trouble you. You can trust Jesus to take care of you and your problems, because He knows what is best. That memory verse again is First Peter five seven, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. First Peter five seven. If you have a Bible, you can find this verse in your Bible. It's in the New Testament. First Peter is kind of near the back. Once you find First Peter, then you find the chapter. This memory verse is taken from chapter five in First Peter, and once you have the book First Peter and the chapter found, then you find the verse, and it's verse seven. The verses are usually the very little numbers underneath the chapters. The chapters are usually the big numbers in the book. If you don't know how to find First Peter, you can always go to the table of contents in your Bible and find the page number and turn over to that, and you should find that verse quickly that way. Again, it's First Peter five seven, casting all your care upon Him, for He careth for you. First Peter five seven. This verse reminds us that when you have worries and you have troubles and you're scared or you're worried about something, give it to God. Cast it or give it to God. He cares for you. He can take care of your problems. He knows what is best for you. 
God is a good father. If you've believed in Jesus, then give your troubles, give your worries to God. And if you haven't believed in Jesus yet, you can do it today by giving God your biggest problem, which is your sin. God can forgive you of your sin today. Have you ever fallen into a deep pit or a hole of some kind? How did you feel when you fell that way? Maybe you felt very scared. Maybe you were thinking inside your mind, No, wait, stop! I think Joseph may have felt that same way as he was falling into a pit. A deep, dry pit. He may have looked for a way out, but he didn't see a way out. Why did this happen? How would he get out? What was going on? Well, we're going to find out, so you stick around. Now, remember Joseph? His brothers absolutely hated him. Joseph was the favorite child, the favorite son. Jacob, his father, had proven it when he gave Joseph that beautiful coat of many colors. Only Benjamin, Joseph's younger brother, seemed to still care for him. The other brothers were filled with jealousy and hatred. Their jealousy grew even stronger when Joseph told them about his special dream. Do you remember what Joseph dreamed? Do you remember that he dreamt that they were bundling up the wheat and all his brothers' bundles of wheat bowed down to his? The brothers asked Joseph, shall we bow down to you? And I'm sure they did not say it in a very kind way. But then Joseph had a second dream. And how do you think his brothers would react to this one? Joseph's brothers, oh, they probably were so tired of hearing about Joseph's dreams. They, they, they may have, they may have listened to him, but I'm sure they weren't listening with a good attitude. Joseph told them, I dreamed that the sun, the moon, and eleven stars bowed down to me. Joseph's father, who had been listening nearby, he spoke up and he said, what is this that you've dreamed? Shall I and your mother and all of your brothers bow down to you? Jacob, the father, was disturbed by Joseph's dreams. But deep in his heart, Jacob knew that God often spoke in special ways to his children. Well, Joseph's older brothers, they didn't think like their father did. When they thought about Joseph's dreams, it just made it seem like Joseph was more important than them. And the Bible says that they envied Joseph or they were jealous of him. Their jealousy and hatred grew stronger. They spoke to him unkindly. They looked for any opportunity to do mean things to him. It might have been hard for Joseph to understand why his brothers were treating him unkindly. But even in these difficult times, Joseph could trust that God would take care of him. And if you believed in Jesus as your Savior, you can trust that God will take care of you. God is all-knowing. That means he knows everything. 
and there's nothing that surprises him or that he doesn't understand. You might be worried because your dad lost his job or maybe someone has caught COVID and you're worried about that. Maybe you wonder how your family will pay for the bills or, or have enough money to buy groceries. Because God knows everything, he knows what you're worried about. He has promised to take care of you. Our memory verse today, if you remember it, say it with me. 1 Peter 5, 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. Yes, you can cast or give your cares, your worries to God. You can trust the all-knowing God to take care of you. And Joseph, he could trust God too, to take care of him, even in difficult times. Well, one day, Joseph's ten older brothers took their father's flock of sheep about 50 miles away so that they could eat better grass near the city of Shechem. Now, there could have been hundreds of sheep in their father's flocks. The brothers had been gone for some time when Jacob, the father, began to get concerned about them. So he, Jacob told Joseph, I want you to go to Shechem, where your brothers are grazing the flocks. See if all is well and bring back word to me. So Joseph immediately obeyed his father. He wore his special coat. He started on the long walk. It would have taken him about two days to walk that far. When Joseph got to Shechem, he looked everywhere, but he couldn't find his brothers. The Bible says, And a certain man found him. And behold, Joseph was wandering in the field. And the man asked him, What seekest thou? Or, that means, what are you looking for? And Joseph said, I seek my brethren. Tell me where they feed their flocks. And so Joseph asked the man, I'm looking for my brothers. Have you seen them? And the man told Joseph that his brothers had gone to Dothan. And that was another 15 miles away. So Joseph continued on. He had to find his brothers and he had to obey his dad, Jacob, to do what Jacob had asked him to do. Well, when Joseph finally reached near Dothan, the brothers were resting by a deep, dry pit. One of them looked up and they saw someone coming and they knew it was Joseph because they recognized his coat of many colors. Well, soon the other brothers saw him too and they said, look, here comes the dreamer. Oh my, they were not very happy to see him. Remember, they were envious or jealous of Joseph. And one of the brothers, they said, well, let's kill him. We'll throw his body in the pit and says that some wild animal attacked him. Then we'll see what will become of his dreams. The brother's sinful jealousy was leading them to consider murdering their brother Joseph. That is how sin develops. Sinful actions begin with sinful thoughts and desires. Everyone in the world is born with sinful thoughts and desires, including you. The Bible says the heart is deceitful. Above all things and desperately wicked, who can know it? Now let me tell you that the heart in that verse is talking about the part of you that thinks and feels. It says it's deceitful. That means it's dishonest or it's tricky. It tricks you into thinking that something is good when it's really wrong or bad. The thoughts and desires you have can lead you into doing sinful things like cheating or lying or cursing. These things are sin because they break God's laws. You might think it's okay to do sinful things, but God says sin has to be punished. 
The punishment is to be separated from God forever and to miss out on a friendship with him. But God, he made you and he's perfect in every way and his love for you will never end. He loves you in spite of all your sin and he sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to take the punishment for you. The Lord Jesus, the perfect son of God, willingly suffered, bled, and died on a cross for you. And the Bible says in 1 John 1, 7, The blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Yes, God's son, Jesus, bled and died for your sin. God punished his own son. And God accepted Jesus' death on the cross as payment for your sin. After Jesus died and was buried, the Lord Jesus came back to life again. Today he's alive in heaven, ruling as king over all. And if you believe or you've put your trust in Jesus and what he's done for you, he will forgive you. He will change you on the inside. Only God can make you clean from the sinful thoughts and desires that you were born with. Sinful thoughts and desires can lead to sinful actions. The brother's sinful jealousy was leading them to think about murder. But Reuben, the oldest brother, he tried to talk them out of it. He said, let's not kill him. Let's just throw him in this pit. Reuben was actually planning to rescue Joseph from the pit after the other brothers went away. You see, as the oldest son, Reuben knew that his father would hold him responsible for his younger brother, Joseph. So the other brothers, they agreed to Reuben's plan, and they waited and they watched as Joseph came near. When Joseph reached his brothers, they grabbed him, they tore off his coat, and the Bible says in Genesis 37, verses 23 and 24, that it says when Joseph was come unto his brethren, or to his brothers, that they stripped Joseph out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him, and they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty, there was no water in it. They took off Joseph's coat and they threw him in this pit, this deep, dry pit or hole in the ground. Kind of like if you think of like how someone digs to, to fill a well. Well, kind of like a pit like that. Joseph tumbled down the, the pit and he must have groaned in pain as he fell into that pit. He looked up. Maybe he was looking for a way out, but he couldn't find any way. Maybe he yelled to his brothers to help him. But they weren't sorry for what they had done. In fact, they sat down near the pit and they ate their lunch as if nothing was wrong. Joseph may have wondered why was this happening. He may not have realized it, but God was working out his plan in Joseph's life. God could use even this terrible experience for Joseph's good. While he may not have known it right then, Joseph could trust God to take care of him. And if you believed in Jesus as your Savior, you can trust the all-knowing God to take care of you, no matter what the situation. If you're worried about problems in your family or at school, say our memory verse to remind you that God will take care of you. Things may not change right away, but God will work it out for good. Remember the verse, 1 Peter 5, 7? Casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. You can talk to God about your problems because he knows everything. So you can come to him with anything at all. Then tell God thank you that he knows what you need and that he's promised to take care of you. You might also want to talk to an adult that you trust about your problems. But God knows everything. 
and you can trust him to take care of you. And Joseph could trust God to take care of him, and even use this terrible experience for Joseph's good. Joseph's brothers were very cruel. They sat by the pit, they ate their food, and they noticed a long line of camels approaching. Now this was a caravan, and a caravan is a large traveling group. And these people were merchants. This caravan, the people in the caravan were merchants, and those were people who sell things. They were going to Egypt. They may have had bundles of sweet-smelling spices and herbs, and maybe they were having those things to, um, to sell. Well, Reuben, the oldest brother, he had left the group for some reason, and he wasn't there to protect Joseph when Judah spoke up. Judah was another brother. Judah said, What good will it do to us to kill our brother and hide him here in this pit? Let's sell him to the merchants instead. After all, we shouldn't kill him. He is our brother. The other brothers listened to Judah, and they agreed. Well, somehow they were able to pull Joseph up out of the pit. And then the brothers offered Joseph for sale to the merchants. The brothers may have known that a good, strong, young man like Joseph would be a good price for a slave. The merchants paid his brothers 20 pieces of silver. Now in those times, you had to work about four days to get 20 pieces of silver. It was the payment you would get for four days of work. The caravan moved on, and they took Joseph with them to the land of Egypt. Joseph was sold to these merchants for 20 pieces of silver. Joseph really needed to trust God to take care of him. When Reuben returned to take Joseph out of the pit, he found it empty. Joseph is gone. What will I do? His brothers probably told him what happened, and they continued with their plan. They killed one of the goats and they dipped Joseph's coat in the blood of it. The brothers returned to Hebron, which is where their father lived, and they showed the coat to Jacob, the father. And they told Jacob, We found this. Is it your son's coat? And Jacob, he recognized the coat. He said, Oh, yes, he cried out, It is my son's coat. A wild animal must have attacked him. Jacob was so sad, and no one could comfort him. Jacob said, I will grieve for Joseph until the day I die. The brothers, wow, they were so cruel. Now they've caused their father such bad sadness. As the caravan neared Egypt, Joseph must have worried about what would happen next. It probably seemed like everything was out of control. But God was still at work in Joseph's life. Joseph could trust God to take care of him. If you believed on Jesus as your Savior... You can trust the all-knowing God to take care of you. This week, when you're worried about something, will you remember our memory verse, 1 Peter 5, 7? You can talk to God about any problem you have, big or small. Our verse again is, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. 1 Peter 5, 7 You can cast or give your worries, your concerns to God and he will take care of you. But if you've never believed in Jesus as your Savior, the first thing God wants you to do is to take care of you, is to solve your problem of sin. Your sin separates you from God. But Jesus died and rose again so you could be forgiven. The Bible says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. John 3.16 Believing in Jesus means trusting completely in him as the only one who could die for you. When you are willing to turn to God from your sin and believe in Jesus, God promises that you will be forgiven. God will change you so you can have a friendship with him. He will be with you always. Someday you'll be able to live with God in heaven. Trust Jesus as your Savior. To trust him is a very important decision. If you would like to make that very important decision today and truly believe in Jesus, first you have to believe in him and trust completely that he died for your sin and rose again. And then you can tell him what you believe about him. You can tell him something like this. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. I am trusting you as my Savior. Please forgive my sin and change me on the inside. In Jesus' name, amen. If you tell Jesus something like that and you truly mean it, he will forgive your sin and change you on the inside. And that's the most wonderful decision you could ever make. When you believe on Jesus and you trust him as your Savior, he forgives your sin and he takes care of the biggest problem that you could that you ever have, and that is the problem of being separated from him because of your sin's punishment. If you would like to read about Joseph being sold by his brothers, you can find it in Genesis, the first book of the Bible, chapter 37, verses 9 to 35. Again, that's Genesis 37, verses 9 to 35. Well, that's all for this time. See you next time. Bye.